Hi, ladies. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to the Garden State Mamas podcast. We're doing a little intro episode so you guys get to know who we are and why we wanted to get this podcast up and going. And uh, before we talk about some of the mom topics that we're going to get into, and even non-mom topics, just topics of life in general and all the seasons that we're in, we wanted to give you an idea of who we are. So first, the podcast came about because I, I am Lisa, was looking for a village. You know, my family that are of the same age as I am uh, either do not have kids or they live pretty far away. And I grew up in a very tight-knit family, so I was always surrounded by cousins. But I don't really have that right now for my kid. So I went looking for a mom tribe. And that's when I found Casey and Amy, and we became our own little mom tribe. And so we realized a lot of the things that we were dealing with, other people were dealing with too, and we were all dealing with it the same way. And so I do want to do a little bit of a side note, because I'm sure you've heard it a few times already, is that use guys is the New Jersey form of every gender that ever exists in the world. So please be aware that you are going to hear use guys from us, and that means anybody. So it does not matter and y'all. what y'all and y'all I use y'all <laughs> just makes good sense. But to me, <laughs> I could be in a van full of women and you're going to be used guys. It's just how we talk here in New Jersey and that's how it's going to go. Uh, you'll also hear water, water equals water. <laughs> and that can be a fantastic drinking game if you would like. Um, anytime we drop the water, just go and take a shot if you need it. So just throwing it out there. So yeah, so back to there had to be other moms out there just like us and might be looking for a village. And so that's where this podcast came around. I do want to mention that we can do hard things podcast from Glennon Doyle. It changed my life. But once it became interview episode after interview episode, I started to feel disconnected from it. I really enjoyed those early episodes where they talked about them and the things that they were going through. And we aren't famous. Uh, we are we are not going to be interviewing authors every week. Uh, we are going to mention about some books that we might be reading at the time. Give you some links in our website. Casey, what's our website? We are GardenStateMamas.wordpress.com. Um, so anything that we are reading or that we're updating, um, we'll be blogging. Amy will be putting a couple blogs up on that. You can check out those types of things. You'll also be able to get links to some of the books that we are reading. But like I said, we're not famous. So we are not going to be interviewing famous people every week. We're going to be telling you what we're going through, what we've been through, and how we're trying to survive all these seasons of life that we are going through. We hope that we can provide a space for other people to see they aren't alone in motherhood, adulting, surviving, and all sorts of things uh, that you might be going through. And we also do want to hear from you, our listeners, about what topics you might want to hear about. And you can email us at gardenstatemamas at gmail.com. <laughs> Yay! I know. <laughs> so uh, you can definitely get in touch with us there if you have any comments, questions, um, or topics that you want to 
to hear about. And we're going to go through a kind of a, a short list of some of the topics that we have planned to do, um, but we can always use some input to see about planning some more in the future. Um, so a little bit about me so you guys know where I'm coming from. Like I said, my name is Lisa. Uh, I've been married seven years. Uh, well, it'll be eight in May. Uh, I have an almost six-year-old son. Although I'm home, I do own my own brewery tour franchise. So I am a stay-at-home mom, but I also own my own company. So I wear a lot of hats on any given day. I'm always a mom. I'm always running my household. Uh, but sometimes I'm a tour guide, sometimes I'm an event planner, sometimes I listen to Maid of Honors, complain a lot, um, sometimes I <laughs> save the day for groomsmen and their bachelor planning five days before the actual event. Oh, so, <laughs> although I am running my household, my husband does most of the cleaning, so I will put that out there. I am very lucky that uh, my husband is the cleaner of the two of us. But I'm a planner by nature, and lately that's been something that I don't enjoy. And we are going to talk a little bit about those types of things, how as time has passed are things that we may have enjoyed before, we don't quite enjoy anymore. I always say I'm the a jack of all trades, a master of none by choice. <laughs> I uh, don't want to lock myself into one thing. I, I don't have any desire to just be into one thing. I like to ha dabble in a lot of different things. So I worked in the corporate world for 12 soul-sucking years. I 100% had the mentality that I had to do things the right way. I went to school. I got a job. I, you know, got married before I had a kid. Like that was the mentality that I grew up with. I felt like I had to do. So I did. I went to school. I got a job. I worked hard. And I did all that, and I was not rewarded for the work I was doing in my 12 soul-sucking years in corporate. And the more I felt like a number, the less I wanted that kind of life. I wasn't brave enough to leave on my own, but let me tell you, I did a happy dance and threw a party when I was told I was made laid off. Um, so it did take that corporate job to say, your position is no longer needed for me to uh, move forward and be able to uh, do things that I wanted to do. It was the best thing to happen to me career-wise was getting laid off. I live on Main Street, uh, so I live in the center of a town, but I have almost a full acre of land. I use a quarter acre of it for a vegetable garden. I have an orchard in the very back part of my property, and we have a large cut flower garden. Um, and I should have chickens this spring, which will help with the cost of the eggs. I tell you, I baked bread today and I did not want to do an egg wash because I didn't want to waste an egg. So sad. <laughs> I love to garden. Uh, so we will be talking a lot about that. And each year I learn more and I share it with whoever will listen to me. I start seeds in my basement. I learned how to can last year. And this year my goal is to make enough spaghetti sauce to make it a full year. I came close this year. I still have a few bags in the freezer, two pints and one more quart in the pantry. It's not going to make it all the way to harvest this summer, but it, it was a start and I was really proud of that. So you you'll hear me be. a lot talking about the garden, especially right now. Um, we're getting ready to start planning for the spring and getting seeds started. So that will be an episode that we talk about. I love soccer, and when my son wanted nothing to do with it, it was like my future dreams were crushed. I always pictured myself as a soccer mom, traveling all over New Jersey and the tri-state area at tournaments every weekend, 
I have realized, though, that I might be okay with not losing every weekend to soccer. Um, I do kind of enjoy not yes. having to get up at the butt crack of dawn to be at a soccer field at 9 a.m. So, yeah, I'm, I'm getting over my loss of my future soccer mom world, but I am allowing my son to decide what he likes to do. If you ask him, he's a gamer. i love new jersey we get a bad rap over here but there's just something about this place that i can't imagine being anywhere else it's probably that we can grow such good food uh we are called the garden state and if you haven't been south of newark you have no idea what i'm talking about but where we are at we are in the garden state part of new jersey maybe it's being able to wake up on a tuesday in the summer and being like hey you know what i feel like going to the beach and that's what i do or just head down at two in the afternoon on a saturday beating the traffic by taking the back roads enjoying the beach as all the tourists go back get ready for dinner having a cooler of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and some beers that is perfection oh i guess since i mentioned i'm a brewery tour owner i like beer i like the history of breweries and their owners i like the history of prohibition in atlantic city i'm a bit of a history nerd i love a good hellas lager in the garden on a hot day in july and fest beer in the fall and as i say on my tours i have no shame in my shandy game when the weather starts to warm up in the spring give me all the lemonade mixed beers Uh, i am part of the pink boots society which is uh, women who are in the craft beverage industry Uh, and i also testified in front of the state legislator this past fall to hopefully end the restrictions that have been placed on our breweries Uh, although the craft beverage industry is male dominated i have met some kick-ass women in this work and it has been great meeting them and working with them and getting their stories and just everything about being part of the craft beverage industry has been a lot of fun and so that's about it for me ladies did i miss anything? there's so much to discover still there is so yeah. much i definitely oh, didn't want to yes. put everything in there a lot of it is going to come out as we get into other episodes but i am going to now pass it off to casey so she can tell us a little bit about herself oh thank you Hey, y'all. As I said before, I will be using y'all. I'm Casey, and I am happily married to my husband of also seven years. I am a stay-at-home mom to our two rainbow babies. Our son, Johnny, will be five this March, and our daughter, Charlie, will be tur- she just turned three in October. Uh, my husband and I bounced around a lot uh, for basically our entire relationship. (laughs) We started in Egg Harbor Township, um, where we first lived together. We moved to Philly, then Conshohocken. And then the big move started after we got married. We moved to Rochester, New York, where we lived for three and a half years. And that's where we had Johnny. And then when he was three months old, we moved to a suburb right outside of Atlanta, Georgia called Woodstock. And that's where we had our daughter, Charlie. The two of them uh, were two under two for the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic. And I had suffered from depression and anxiety throughout my life. I was medicated for it. I went through seven years of therapy. I graduated all of this before I met my husband, but the pandemic was a life changer. And as a new mother in a place where I didn't have the deep support system and village that now realize is required for a family to raise kids. I found myself very quickly 
back in a scary place psychologically, emotionally, and I knew I didn't want that to affect my parenting. And I went back on my meds. And the first opportunity, we actually had the opportunity, thank God, to move back to New Jersey, and we took it. And we've been here for just over a year now. All of this, I should note, was because of my husband's job. He does work (laughs) a soul-crushing corporate job. (laughs) Um, He loves it. He's like a data nerd. So he... He does thrive in this situation, thank goodness, because I definitely couldn't handle it. And I love being at home with the kids. But all of this moving around, we look back and people are like, oh, my gosh, like that was just so much. And I'm like, honestly, like I wouldn't have done it any other way because we met so many lifelong friends in both Rochester and Georgia. And it also brought us closer to each other and reinstated our faith um, in God. We are Christians and I will talk a little bit, if not a lot about that um, and how we redefined the way we wanted to raise our family. um, But maybe not such a traditional Christian way that we thought would be better for our kids. And that's what every generation of parents wants to do. Um, So now we're so happy to be back in South Jersey And yeah, there is something so great about South Jersey. There really is like, Lisa, you hit it right on the head. It's just like that dynamic between Philly, the shore. We just, I feel like we took it so much for granted, but not anymore. A little bit about my educational background. I went to Westchester University for nursing for my first three years. That was also simultaneously happening with my depression had a full-blown life meltdown at like 1920. <laughs> and I just realized I absolutely did not want to be a nurse. And it was so scary to be leaving the real career path that was going to give me a, you know, a real job and a real paycheck. And my family was so excited. I would be the first one in my family to graduate college and when I told them I was switching my major to fine art, they were like, wait, what? <laughs> you can't do that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like how, wait, what? Um, but they realized they were like, okay, like her being happy and she's, you know, they, they suffered through it and they were like, okay, whatever makes you happy, whatever makes you happy. I'm sure they were super stressed out, but I am so glad that I made that switch because I literally felt the weight lift from my soul and I knew it was a scary decision and my, my future would be up in the air and uncertain, but I was going to carve it out myself because I found my passion for creating and I found myself, I was an artist and then meeting my husband was another huge shift in my life. We both Wanted a family more than anything. So after some serious conversations, I put my original plan for graduate school for art therapy, you know, aside. And thank goodness I did because I just can't imagine not having my my kids and my family. Um, And now I feel like it's a full circle moment being back in South Jersey. We planted roots right here in Gloucester Township. I love our little house. Um, It's set on an acre of land. We can't use as much of it because there's a little bit of a like creek and wooded area, but thank you to Lisa 
huge credit to Lisa for pushing and being such an incredible role model for the gardening and composting and hopefully the chickens <laughs> goes well because I want chickens too. <laughs> and the canning. I actually did my first attempt at canning just a, like a week ago. So we'll see how that goes. And living that farm to table life. Like we're loving it. So I'm super excited to be part of this, guys. I'm like It's happening. It's happening. We're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so that's me, and I'm going to give it over to Amy. <laughs> Hi, guys. So I'm Amy, and I am a Garden State mama. Uh, I have two kids, a two-year-old and a five-year-old, and I've been married for 10 years to my awesome husband. Hitting that decade mark. <laughs> 10 years. Hey. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm pretty simple on the outside, very complicated on the inside. And my husband often says that he would love a field trip inside my brain as long as he has an escape hatch. <laughs> oh my God. Um, if I'm not I careful, I can usually speak in half conversations where one half happens inside my head. And yeah, you hear the rest. Not alone on that You one. can typically find me in a ponytail with no makeup, and I really like creative projects. I'm super inspired by repurposing and refurbishing items. Um, so that's most of my house, refurbished, discarded items. Um, and I enjoy writing children's stories and nonfiction in my spare time. And when I can sit long enough, I really enjoy doing silly art projects with my kids. And I have like a love-hate relationship with all of their messy kid stuff. So when Lisa asked me to start a podcast with her, I was wondering what I could possibly offer in a space that already felt really saturated by other moms. So here it is. First, I thought definitely location. I'm with you on that, Lisa. South Jersey is just one of a kind. And I think just living here my whole life, we have, and, and you as well, like we have this unique perspective on things that other people may not have. And if you're here in South Jersey, or even if you're traveling anywhere, anywhere Jersey, I really think that you, you might find our perspective helpful and you won't feel so alone. Um, so on this podcast, I think we're going to do a, a mix of deep dives and lighthearted conversations. And I think the cool thing is that even though I know Lisa pretty well, Casey, I don't know you that well. We've seen each other picnics and stuff along yeah. the way, but I think the cool thing that's going to happen here is that we're going to tell each other stories that we haven't heard, and we're going to get a lot of surprising new perspectives about ourselves, the situations we've been in, and hopefully we can connect to other people in that way. Um, I am in my mid-30s, but I feel like I'm finally starting to find myself again. I've had my fair share of heartache and hurdles. And they've all led me to where I am today. And I want to share them with other people because I feel like that sense of tribe helps. You think you're so alone in this world and then you look around and on your worst day, someone close to you will say, oh my God, me too. Or, oh my God, me too. And that was yesterday. Mm -hmm. You're never alone. And it's scary that we hide. It makes it so much better though. So, you know, we all think we're little snowflakes running around here, but 
Um, we're all a collection of very similar experiences. Oh my and gosh, yeah. uh, the cool thing is I'm still learning. I'm trying to find a new perspective, trying to be more curious rather than withdrawn when I when I come to those hurdles. I'm really looking forward to sharing with everyone in 2023. And I recently discovered noise-canceling headphones. I hope our listeners have as well. They're life-changing for moms. And oh my gosh. They can join that. us while they listen to our podcast, Noise Canceling. While they're washing Folding laundry. Folding laundry. All yes. the mundane <laughs> stuff. Yeah. And in yes, the car. Yes, when the kids fall asleep. Yes. We're going to try and keep the this car kid friendly because we know that we spend a lot of times driving our children around. But forgive us, we are still from New Jersey. So some improper words may <laughs> slip out um, because we've been hearing them since birth. And I'm sure our children have been hearing them since birth oh, as well. But gosh. we understand that not everybody has yes. come from the great state of New Jersey and may not understand F-bombs are like just a part of the conversation. So, and we, we are going to so try. Hard. We use this adjective. <laughs> we, try, we try so hard. But yes, I'll, I'll do lots of abbrevi- abbreviations. Like there will be a lot of AFs <laughs> and everyone will know what I mean. But we can always use our garden analogies. There might be some garden like metaphors for toxic people or... You know, just having that that little one-liner that might end up start defining us a little bit more. Because I think a lot of what we do share is a very similar outlook on the way we want to raise our kids. Which is just to be good, kind humans. Which, it's just like... As soon as we all got together, it was just like, yes. <laughs> yeah. And Casey, you bring up a great point. Yes. Is, we're doing uh, this. We have such different backgrounds. And to point out to our listeners, um, we aren't like friends from kindergarten. Um, you know, uh, Amy no. and I only met a few years ago. Casey and I only met a few years ago, but then she went off to all the other states. And, you know, it's not like we had seen each other that often. Um, and we definitely weren't a mom tribe prior to her leaving. Um, so we, you know, we are also going to be getting to know each other. I will say I don't have any friends from when I was little. Um, I don't know. We clung to each other that in desperation. Friend, that, those friendships have, <laughs> um, you know, have definitely uh, evolved as mom friends, and it's, um, and we're going to learn about each other, and we're going to learn how we are dealing with raising children in this world. Oh yeah, this ever changing oh, yeah. world. So some of the topics that we have planned to come up, um, we want to do like a post-holiday check-in. We're trying to get these episodes out as quickly as possible because we realize it's already almost the end of January, which January usually like takes 9,000 years to get by. And this one has not been that this way. This one was fast. Um, it, it was like halfway through January yeah. and I had just blamed. Agreed. Look, so, I'm just saying if these moms are really moms... Look, the January has has flown by for them as well. The two weeks after New Year's are just Gosh, like, yeah. yeah, just digging your whole like old life back out. Yeah, it's it's getting life yes. back together from the chaos that has just taken part for the last 
three, four months. I know my holiday season yes. um, pretty much starts in September and then it's just straight through. So yes, Amy, mm-hmm. the two weeks after Christmas into January, they're just a blur. Um, but we wanted to do some post-holiday check-in and also some New Year prep, giving up, uh, giving some ideas, some tips, tricks of how to get yourself organized for the year. Some of the things that we do to keep ourselves organized. I'm planning Amy- a year in advance this year. <laughs> Amy's found some cool uh, YouTube videos that really um, helped her get ready for the year. We're going to put those on our blog post. Casey, what is the blog again? Garden State Mamas, M A M A S dot WordPress dot com. And then we'll talk uh, about different ways that we maybe keep our lives together. Um, try. 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 The There's way we try. Word. Try. Oh, and fail. The absolutely. way we fail, too. I'm going to be very honest about my failures. Yes, transparency will be part of this podcast. Uh, we have no problem telling you when we're failures. <laughs> you are not alone. Yes. <clears throat> yeah, you're not alone in your failures. This is stuff we're trying. <laughs> like I said, no. because we are coming up in South Jersey to the gardening season, um, we are going to do an episode on planning for the garden, getting the garden ready, um, hum- some homesteading dreams. I know uh, Casey and I and Amy have all dreamed about having many many acres of of land at our disposal but um we are quite happy with our little quarter acre acre lots that we have going on but um we'll start talking about some backyard gardening we'll talk about how to start seeds in the winter time um and then you know i'm sure casey and amy will have questions for me i have kind of like really jumped into the gardening thing in the last three years. So um, it's kind of my thing. Uh, You have a mini farm. It's not even like a garden. It is a mini farm and it's amazing. Yeah. My micro farm. Yes. Your micro farm. I've never seen the Dollar Tree people. (laughs) Some of them work. Some of them don't. Lisa's rolling her eyes right now. Um, (laughs) My wildflowers came up crazy good last year. And I was so proud of them. And they came from a box from the Dollar Tree. And I, like, from, I got that box too. It was the sales craziness. that Dollar Tree will do on their seeds, like towards the end of spring, kind of like when they're clearing out to get rid of all those seeds. I'll hear people get like a hundred packets for like $4. Really? Wow. I got ripped off well, for, for a dollar, we're, man. You're at the beginning of the season. <laughs> Wait till the end of the season and check out. Yeah, the we have to see I what's left over. Yeah. Um, but we will update the blog again with um, some of my favorite homesteading channels that I watch. I will put a little um, warning here that some of the homesteading channels that I really liked before started to get a little culty. Um <laughs> <laughs> Guess as what? That happens, unfortunately, yeah, with homesteading. It's that, like isolation thing and yeah. religion, and religion. I've also followed several um, Instagrams, and I'm like, you get, you're like, oh, this is great. I like this post, and then you dive deeper, and you're like, oh, it's a little. Yeah. Bit so much. I might put in there, like, like, hey, watch around these episodes because they're really good, or. Right. You know, the one, the one that we watch a lot, um, they started to go down that path. And then I think maybe comments or whatever in their, um, YouTube channel might've 
started calling them out on that and they pulled it back and so everything is fine again um but i will warn you if it gets a little culty um i have no intentions of joining a homesteading cult that's for sure Those people scare me. <laughs> we are also going to talk about the elephant in the room and that is that we are well aware that we are three white women who are in heterosexual relationships who are privileged in the fact that we can stay home um and how we are going to talk about how we are trying to become allies and supporters and to teach our children to recognize things like racism and all that uh in the world um and how we are trying to teach our children to be better um to be more open now i will say i am married to a puerto rican um so uh my son is half puerto rican and I have felt kind of what people of color might feel here when I went to Puerto Rico as being the only white person in the, the room, um, how that might feel. Um, so we are going to talk about that. We're going to talk. That's kind of a bigger episode. We want to make sure that you guys have time to read the things that we are reading. Um, so Casey will have uh, the book recommendations on the blog, which is Garden State Mamas dot wordpress.com so we're gonna have uh some of the books and stuff that we were reading to help us um navigate that and navigate that part of the world um and we're gonna have fun episodes we're gonna talk about beer and we're gonna talk about um travel and wine, wine. and the scam of self-care and we're gonna talk about life and just have a good time i've got some rapid fire questions Oh yes. my god. I'm okay. so excited. Let's I'm do it. Ready? Ready. Ready. Favorite trash TV. Kardashians. Shameless. <laughs> uh so mine would be below deck. Uh but since I cut <laughs> mine's yeah, way worse. <laughs> I cut cable, I can't always get it. So I have to either wait and I'm like eight seasons behind everybody else. Um so currently if I go off my Netflix, it would be Bling Empire which is total trash, but I love it. <laughs> Beaches or mountains? Mountains. Oh, I'm a beach. I want that warm weather all the time. I do love, I do love the beach, but my husband would never be with me. So <laughs> I'm going to choose mountains too. I do okay. love them. Sunrise or sunset? Sunrise. Sunset. sunset. Um, okay. Yeah. And this is one of the questions I ask all the time on my tours where would you go on vacation if time, money, none of that is a factor? Where would you go? Oh my gosh. I'm immediate. As soon as you said time, I'm thinking back to like the Renaissance. Like, I don't know. Or you meant like if I had the time. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's what she meant in my head. Um, if time and money wasn't a factor, Italy, Italy. And I would want to go for like an entire month. Like, I want to see the entire country, every nook and cranny. That's like my, I have to go before I die. Like that is on the top of the bucket list. I might be totally lame, but I really want to go on like a cross country road trip and see all of the national parks. That's not lame at all. we don't have the cool ones. <laughs> I want to see all the cool ones and yeah, maybe the cool these, ones. they're not that cool for me on this coast because like I've just, I've been all the way up and all the way back yes. down 
And it's like been there, done that kind of stuff. Yeah. The Appalachian Trail's beautiful and like Blue Ridge, like all of it's gorgeous. But yes, I'm excited to get to the West Coast. I've not been out West at all. So yeah. I'm, I, that is, it's, I'm looking forward to that as well. You know what I mean? Like it's all pine trees here. <laughs> I need a different view. When I went to the Grand Canyon, it was just life changing. Like you can't put that in a picture and say that you've felt it. And yeah. so you've stood there. Right. Yeah. There's so yeah. much beauty to be seen here. And I am heading true. to New Zealand or Fiji or somewhere Ooh. that I don't hmm. probably will never go to because I cannot imagine sitting on a plane for 24 hours um, or even taking multiple days to get there by taking planes like three days in a row like I just I can't ever imagine like signing myself up for something like that so like in a magic world where poof I was just there I'd pick somewhere like New Zealand or Fiji or the Marshall Islands somewhere like that um yeah I just I stay in one of those like tiki huts over the water Mm -hmm. that's what I want to do yeah yeah that is Bali magical yeah. All right. Well, maybe I'm too much of a realist then. <laughs> no. You no. might Winnebago. No. It's fun. It's fun. All right, ladies, you got any questions? Um, okay. So beer or wine? Beer. Wine hangovers wine. are awful. I can't do them. <laughs> I agree, but I'm wine. I'm wine. I am a red wine. Like I, I much, I mean, I'm, I'm equal opportunity, everything, but my prefer, my preference is red wine. Yes. I will uh, asterisk this with, um, I don't discriminate. I drink everything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, I was going to say, here's the gender vodka we're, option. <laughs> we're very, yeah. Uh, wait. Okay. So, okay. So yes, I should have said spirits, wine or beer. So your spirits. <laughs> I'm a spirits. Yes. Yes. I should have. That was the, yes. They should have just rephrased it. I got a bottle Not of gin opportunity here <laughs> for Christmas, Ooh. and it's delicious Ooh. from Kate May. Oh, yum. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, dogs or cats? Dogs. Cat. Dogs. <laughs> That's okay. See, and, my we're not. We're not all the same. Oh, sorry. Yes. No. Um, these are like really stupid, simple, but. Um, how about um, favorite podcast currently? Mm. Well, now, okay, so I started with um, raising, what is it? It's, hold on, I pulled it up. Raising is Good it, Humans. Raising Good Humans. Thank Dr. you. Dr. Becky. Doc- well, is it raising with Dr. Becky? I thought it was Dr. Eliza. Oh, hold on. Wait, I had it pulled up too. I was like all ready to reference it. And of course my phone, like. And- I, I have it. Dang. Oh. Is so far down. Is it no, Dr. Eliza? No, I was thinking of a different one. Okay. I'm such a... Raising Good Humans, Dr. Eliza Pressman. And then now, you guys, you guys, y'all got me on... Um, oh my gosh. We now can do hard I, things. <laughs> thank you. We can do hard things. I'm like, yes. I have so many words in my brain that I'm like panicking. Um, and now I am catching up on that. And I am finding it transformative and like mind blowingly like aha moments after aha moment after aha moment. And I'm sharing it. I'm literally messaging like all my friends, Mm -hmm. like, 
you must listen to this. You must listen to this. So now I'm that mom friend that's like sending these podcasts that I'm everyone else is probably like, I don't have time for this. And I'm like, I didn't have time for it. But then you have friends that remind you, you need to, you need to listen to this. It's going to change your life. And it, it really does. It's like, it almost feels like a college course in emotional and like psychological know-how, like learning how to know myself better yeah. is only going to improve every other aspect of my life. So I feel like I'm downloading a degree in like self-actualization every time I like listen to like these podcasts. Cause I'm just like, when you find a good one that yes. really touches on topics that like, you relate to and feel genuinely apply in your life. It's just like, yes, yes. Like it's great. And I do, I want to strive for that. Like I do want to hit topics. That's like, you know, it affects everyone. And yeah. And this is a time of growth in our, in our lives. I don't, I kept Lisa and I were talking about this. Like, I don't know if it's this age or this point in motherhood where you just, you snap like a little bit. Something inside of you breaks just a little bit enough to push you into your new self. I've been with Mike for 14 years. So like we're not new or exciting to each other. I feel <laughs> like we're both, we're both kind of finding ourselves again in yeah. this new wave of life. And kind of rejecting what other people have told us we're supposed to be. And it's almost like that thing that you went through in college where you go to college because your parents want you to be all of these things, even though deep down inside you've always known who you are. And when you reject that, you become who you want. And then it happens almost again when you become a mom, where you're being all of those things that you think that you should be as a mom. Yeah. And so you reach this new breaking point where you're rejecting that foundation and building your own fresh one. Yeah. I, that was really well said. I feel like that a hundred percent, I was thinking as you were saying, like part of you breaks and I feel like it's like we, I'm thinking about like pasta, like boy in boiling water. And I felt like over the past couple of years, I'm just being like boiled to death in reality, I'm just getting to the good part. Like, and now I'm like, okay, like I am just getting to like the best part of my life. Like, I don't want to just get through my life. I don't no. want to just, and I do, I feel like some of the very early years, the newborn phase and the, the lack of sleep and, you know, it's just, it, it can, it can all blur together. And it's just like, okay, we've all gotten to the point where we're like, let's stop living in the blur. Yeah, but <laughs> like, the fog has lifted. Let's start yeah, kind of yeah. looking for the sun. Be present. I want to be present. I want to stop, you know, momming or even just like living my life on autopilot. Yes. And start being who I actually want to be, which takes effort and time 
and patience and a lot of grace, which sometimes I just don't have at 4.30 in the morning. (laughs) And it's really hard every, but every, every day I wake up with the same opportunity and a clean slate that I'm just like, okay, I'm going to do my best until I can't do it anymore. (laughs) And then it's just like, you know, try and forgive each other. That is the really cool thing about children though. They, at least right now, I feel like you wake up with a a clean slate. You can say, look, I'm sorry. I screwed up. I want to be different. And they will hug you. Yeah. I actually have made that a very, like, it's been a very um, solid uh, theme lately is my, my son will fixate, like, did you make a mistake, mom? And instead of, like, getting agitated, like, yeah made a freaking mistake you know it's like uh yes mommy makes a lot of mistakes and you will too and I'm gonna learn from them I'm trying to learn so I don't make the same mistakes over and over and over again like you know same with cleaning up their toys like if you don't clean up your toys in the morning you're gonna come out and trip all over Legos because I'm tired of cleaning them up every night for you (laughs) so when you come out to the living room in the dark and you step on that Lego and it, it hurts. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, mm-hmm. guys, before we go to bed, you got to put away your stuff. <laughs> so it's like just little things of like, yes, I'm sorry. I yelled. I don't want to yell and I need to try and do better so that when I catch them yelling at me, <laughs> I'm like, is yelling helping you right now? <laughs> because sometimes I wish they would say it to me, right? Like, and Johnny's even getting old enough to be like, mom, why are you yelling? And then I'm like, it brings me down. And I'm like, okay, you're right. I do not need to be yelling right now. I can talk to you in a normal tone of voice. And I'm sorry. I felt like no one was listening to me. <laughs> like, so, but it is, it's like, I don't, I don't want to subscribe to the I'm screaming you you all day method, but I go to my default sometimes. Yeah. It happens. Yeah, Yeah. you're burnt out and it comes, you're human. Right, right. So it's like, okay, another space to be like, we are trying our best. We are just learning. Like, we're trying to give our kids everything that, we now know is going to make them better people. I feel like we just have such an abundance of knowledge at our fingertips at all times. It's sometimes so empowering and other times it is absolutely just paralyzing. Yes, it is paralyzing. And because it's, it's sometimes too much. Like, it's just like, I I just can't do all of it perfectly. And we've all discussed like when things are going good, you know, with the kids, then the house is a mess. Or, you know, if I actually get to put on makeup and dry my hair, the dishes are overflowing or whatever. Like I get to feel good about myself today, but then I walk into the kitchen and I'm like, well, that's a disgusting mess. And I'll have to deal with that later. Or, you know, Something else is falling apart. So it's just like accepting that it's not all going to be perfect at once. Yeah. 
and realizing that those people on Pinterest and Instagram have very specific, very specific points of view. They're Pinteresting about their damn crafts. You know what's happening outside of that beautiful craft room where all the pictures are taken? Their house has gone to shit. They might even be hoarders. You don't know. You don't know. Yes, that's so true. Maybe they haven't paid their bills. Maybe that got kicked out of their apartments. I don't know. That's an image. It's not reality. Yeah. We're messy. Yeah. Peel back the curtain. Yeah. Peel back that curtain. All right, Amy, what's your favorite podcast right now? Uh, uh, So I have three. Okay. Um, Take them down. (laughs) You're going to take them down? (laughs) I am. I am. Um, so I like TED Talks daily, and I like it because it has a wide variety of topics. It's short. Typically, there are only five to 20 minutes. Nice. And like you said, it's it's a wide variety to keep you interested and in, you know, searching for new ideas. I also like Good Inside with Dr. Becky. She gives you a lot of good parenting tips, but I have to only sprinkle her episodes in because, again, it's overload for me. Mm-hmm. And I feel start to feel really bad about myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And another one, which is new for me, hacking your ADHD <sighs> with William Curb because he gives me some really cool tips on how to manage my newly diagnosed ADHD, which, you know, it's helping so me. many people. Wait, and it's it's amazing that you are one of, I'm not kidding, like five people in the past two months. And they're all women and they're all our age that have been diagnosed with ADHD. And I even like, you know, from just seeing little things on Instagram or TikTok or face Facebook and people are like listing all these things. And I'm like, I do so I'm like, so, I am, I am also going down that rabbit hole as well. So it's, it's, it's kind of crazy. We'll get into it. We'll, we'll have I'm an mildly, ADHD discussion. Yeah, we should have it because I am mildly <clears throat> skeptical about the new diagnosis because like I'm in my mid thirties. Why am I now getting diagnosed? I've always been like anxious and depressed on and off. So like maybe this is wrong too. But the skills that I'm learning are being applied and magic is happening in my life. Well, then that's all that matters. Right. Yeah. So, and and that's another thing is like, do we really need a label if right. what is working for you is working for you? We don't. That's right. true. Just pick up some new skills. Call me whatever you want. I'll but if you need it. the medication, totally go for it because yes. there's no oh, shame yes. in medicating. Um, Amen. All for it. Yes. You know. Yeah. Yes. Fully 100%. support the medication if you yes. need it. Yeah. Do what works for you. A hundred percent. Hundred percent. Same with kids. I mean, like that's the, you know, like you know, even Johnny. Like I'm just sometimes I'm just like, ah, ah, he's gonna go to kindergarten next year, and like so far preschool is going well. But I'm like, okay, when he's full-time in kindergarten, are they going to pull me in and be like, we want an evaluation. And I'm all, I'm fine. I'm for, I'm for it. Like I'm, but there's like, now we live in a world where like 50% of the kids in class have an IEP. I pulled 50% out of my butt. So that, (laughs) 
So it could be 75, it could be 25, but I feel like so many people with all different ranges of things and it just allots them different time and necessary, like every kid should have the diagnosis that they need because it will help them the way that they need the help. So it's like, sometimes the label sucks. Yes. Because there's stigmas and I hate that there's stigmas, but we'll get into that episode as well. Mm-hmm. Mental health yeah. stigmas. Another episode. <laughs> totally. Yeah, we need to shed that. And yeah. I, I think we need, the kids don't need to be separated or labeled. They need coping skills. Like yeah. give them coping skills. Don't separate them and give them more time. Give them damn like real life. Yeah. Uh, Teaching them how to adjust is yeah. 100% true. Adaptability. Mm-hmm. I'm for it. Oh, yeah. Oh, what are your podcasts? Um, so my podcasts. Um, so I'll just kind of do. I love true crime podcasts. Like I blew Ooh. through Serial. I blew through Undisclosed um, Proof, which was like an offshoot of Undisclosed. Um, so I do love me some true crime. So right now, um, Rabia Chaudhry, who was a host of Undisclosed. Um, she has a new podcast out that is Robbie and Ellen solve the case. Um, and it's kind of like sort of interviewee, but sort of, they just talk about different cases that, you know, either they think the authorities got wrong or that they think, um, the media got wrong. Um, and then, uh, some episodes they have guest stars on them. Um, like other famous people. And sometimes it's just the two of them um, chatting up uh, different cases. So that is one that I listen to. Um, and then, like I said, I am a, a soccer fan. So I love, and right now we're in the off season because I'm a MLS fan. So we are in the off season. So there's nothing uh, really coming out from my favorite people. Um, but I like the MLS UK show. I find it super interesting to get the perspective from people who live in England about soccer in America because, you know, they've been playing soccer forever and to and they and they support MLS. So they're not watching it just to like bash it. They're watching it, they're invested in it, they really like the teams, that kind of stuff. And so I like to hear their perspective of our league over here. And then um, they even have fun episodes like the one guy's wife uh, will do a, a jersey review. So she takes a look at all the pictures of the new jerseys and she'll be like, oh, they look like bumblebees. Um, <laughs> and so it's just it's really funny. And, cute and I, I love it. And, um, you know, Miami is pink. And she was like, I want one. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so it's it's just it's, I try to keep my podcast as like entertaining in, in you know the sports world or true crime or beer and stuff like that um, obviously I have the we can do hard things I tend to read books more on or listen I'm a big audible because there's you can't garden and read um, but you can listen to a book so a lot of the books that I got from we can do hard things um, that I'm judging you uh, professional troublemaker, um, come as you are. Like a lot of those books that were recommended on the We Can Do Hard Things podcast, I've listened to. Um, so I kind of, I guess, I don't call them self help. I have loved all of their recommendations. I've read so many books from that podcast. 
yeah, I like to, to get the, not self-help, but kind of like self-reflection and, and, and just the professional troublemaker. Honestly, no corporate w- world would want me anymore because I'd probably start a riot in their, their <laughs> ranks. Like, I don't think any corporate yeah. company would ever want me as an employee anymore after what I've been through, after what I've learned, yeah. after yeah. who I've become. I feel like I've always been like that. Yeah. yeah. After who I've become post-corporate world, I don't think yeah. any corporate company would ever want me there unless they wanted a revolt to happen like at lunchtime (laughs) but a lot of that relate with that yeah a lot of that came from just becoming more confident in myself and a lot of that was from like listening to these books and being like yeah 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 why is that (laughs) i am gonna stand up for that i am gonna Mm -hmm. say something about that i'm not gonna just Mm -hmm. be quiet anymore i'm Mm -hmm. not gonna just go to work can I interject a movie? Oh, wait, we just watched um, that directly is relating to what you're saying. Mm-hmm. We just watched Bombshell. Mm-hmm. Did you guys watch Bombshell? No. It is about the um, Fox News, the Roger Isles sexual harassment case with all the women from Fox News. So I, I will just say that that is like was incredible. It's Charlize Theron, Nicole Kidman, and Margot Robbie. Wow. And John Lithgow plays um, Roger Isles. And he was phenomenal. And he was like in a full body suit thing. It was crazy. But, and Charlize Theron is a freaking chameleon. She can turn into anyone. It's amazing. But the movie was, I liked it. I mean, I thought it was really good, but... And it was a very good. In case you will update that oh, yeah. on our blog, yes. which is Garden State Mamas WordPress.com. And if you have comments about watching Bombshell or any of the podcasts that we just mentioned that we love, or if you listen to them too, um, or if you have topics that you want us to talk about, you can email us at Garden State Mamas at gmail.com. Or on our social media sites, um, you can message us and we will add all of those to our list. We are Garden State Mamas on Facebook and Garden State Mamas on Instagram. We are so excited that we got it across the board. (laughs) We didn't have to change anything. So if you look up Garden State Mamas, we should be the first things that pop up. So cool. I know. I'm so excited. (laughs) If you can't tell, Casey's going to be our social media person. <laughs> so um, yes. 99% chance you're going to talk directly yes. to Casey if you do yes. send us a message. I love it. And it kept me in touch yeah. with everyone. So while I was away, I feel like social media became like my lifeline. Like I just can't. Like, And I run my own business. You have so, so I much. deal with the social media yes. of my yes. own business. And that's enough yes. to give me a headache every week. So yes, Casey's going to be in charge of the the social media, so you can definitely um, get in touch with her directly uh, because she will probably be the one answering. Check out our post that we put up. Um, we'll be uh, supporting some other local South Jersey businesses on oh, yeah. our uh, Instagram and our Facebook. Yes. And if by some miraculous chance this becomes big, we will always vet our sponsors and make sure that they are companies that we would actually support with our own husband's money. <laughs> hey, with hey. our money. With our money. That's our money, too. We work for it. We work really hard. We it's do. a joint decision. We work really hard. 
Yes. Chris is so sweet when he's like, our money. It's our money. And I'm like, you're adorable. Shut up and let's move on. Let <laughs> yeah. me go buy your birthday yeah, exa- gift with your money. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Look, we all did the corporate thing. You know, we were breadwinners, too, at one point. Good oh, decision. oh hell yeah and and that will be a topic too <laughs> um we have so many plans for some great topics and we're really excited to share um our mom tribe with you and we hope that you have found a mom tribe in us oh we'll yeah see you next yeah, week baby. yes thank you bye, bye. bye.